The following art trap production has been made possible in part by subscribers like you. Drop the sonic device. Isn't my day, is it? Even the sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one. Use this. What's that? Sonic screwdriver. Never fails. There we are. Neat, isn't it? This can function as a sonic blaster, a sonic cannon, and a triple folded sonic disruptor. Not what you got. I've got a sonic cannon. Well, never mind. What? It's sonic. Okay, let's leave it at that. Disruptor, cannon, what? It's sonic. Totally sonic. I am sonic to all. A sonic what? Hey, welcome back to another edition of the Sonic News Driver. Selected Doctor Who related news stories delivered to you, you guessed it, sonically. For Earth Date, Thursday the 6th of August, 2009. This is Louis Trapani. There hasn't been a great deal of Doctor Who related news to report since the Torchwood Children on Earth series came out. Oh yeah, there's been a few photos released of Matt Smith and Karen Gillan showing off them shooting the new series under the new executive producer and lead writer Stephen Moffat. There was also the San Diego Comic Con, but not much of note after that. Being that as it may, it's not going to stop us for reviewing some of that stuff here in the Sonic News Driver and some new news as well. So, new threads for Doctor Number 11. Unfortunately, this type of news is uh, more conducive to a visual format, and since this isn't a video podcast, and it's not even an enhanced podcast, you're going to have to use your imagination unless you've already seen these photos. And if you haven't seen these photos, point your browser to gallifreyandembassy.org or podshock.net. Both will bring you to the same place, and we have some photos. uh, Actually, we have a a photo that was uh, released by the BBC of the two in their costumes. When I say the two, I'm speaking of Matt Smith and Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan is playing Amy Pond as the new companion, and both of them are um, represented in this photo by the BBC. There's also been various tabloids and other newspapers that also had other photos. So if you don't get to see everything in this photo, there's other photos that are available on the on the um, obviously on the net that will show you um, other sides of the costumes as well, other um, stuff that you aren't exactly revealed. For example, Matt Smith, the 11th Doctor, is wearing braces or suspenders, as they're called here in the U.S., but they're not visible in the BBC photo, but you'll be able to see those in others. So um, basically it comes down to Matt Smith wearing a tweed jacket, laced boots, dark cuff trousers, and um, as I said, braces and a bow tie. So now there's been some controversy among some fans about this. I don't know why that um, this isn't what they were expecting. Many people were, I mean, I don't know why people tend to do this, but there was no indication when Matt Smith became the new doctor, when he was announced and he was um, interviewed in a very short video segment at the top of this year, People were just surmising from Matt Smith's look on what the Doctor should look like, and everyone was, um, many people were coming up with these dark gothic looks and all that, which um, I'm not saying that's the wrong way to go or anything like that, but it's who's, this is the Doctor, so it's it's not 
it's really the doctor always has a look that pretty much stands out from the norm in most cases. So um, I think that fits the bill a, a little eccentric. And I think the tie, the bow tie, and it's sort of a little nod to Patrick's uh, Patrick Troughton there with uh, as the second doctor wearing, um, the, the, I mean, even though there have been other doctors like the third doctor that wore the tie and the second doctor, Patrick Troughton had the tie and the braces as well. And, and I also another parallel to the second doctor is um, for those that are kind of complaining about, you know, this, not about Matt Smith, not looking like the doctor or, or whatever, or how they envision the doctor should look like or whatever, put your mind in doctor who fans back when William Hartnell was the doctor and, the first photos of Patrick Troughton as the doctor, I'm assuming maybe there were some costume photo pictures that were released ahead of time before the um, viewing of, um, of, of the change where the first regeneration, though at the time they called it renewal. Now, if you put your mind in those fans, put yourself in their heads, looking at P Patrick Tr Troughton as the second doctor you would be very disappointed. He looks nothing like the 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 the, the trim and proper William Hartnell as um as, as the Doctor. Well, Hartnell had that Victorian look, but it was very neat and proper. William um, Patrick Troughton really had a more sloppy look, and and I say that with. I don't say that with any disrespect. If anyone sees how I dress, you know I'm, I don't mean any disrespect when I say sloppy. I'm 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 the um, the Oscar Madison of the odd couple here, but yet he turned out to be a great doctor. He didn't Patrick Troughton didn't look anything what you might expect the doctor to look like when he first came onto the scene. Yet he proved himself as the doctor. So let Matt Smith prove himself as the doctor, which I'm sure he will. And you know. As with um, each new doctor comes a new look, and this is um, and and who's to say that this is going to be exactly what his look is going to be from episode to episode? That's that's one thing that I advocate is maybe just like John Pertwee did, change the I mean keep the same style, the same look, but it doesn't have to be exactly the same jacket, the same tie, the same shirt. You know, it can change from story to story. Karen Gillan is um wearing. <laughs> um, trainers that look very similar to uh, the tennis doctors, uh, Converse style uh, trainers or sneakers, if you will, and um, she's looking very good as well. So, but I urge you to check out those photographs again on gallifrenemacy.org or pachak.net. There are other photos on other uh, tabloid news sites as well that show more. And speaking about showing more, those other sites also show a new TARDIS now. It's still the traditional TARDIS exterior, but the, it's it's more of a nod to the TARDIS of old. So it's a new old TARDIS, if you will. It has the St. John's Cross emblem on it, just like it's the original TARDIS going back to the William Hartnell days. You can also see the wood grain in the TARDIS, which is um, probably a, um, a fact of the matter that now Doctor Who is going to be shot in high definition. So they're taking extra care on the look of the TARDIS. It has a higher roof. It seems a little larger, though I think some of the photographs have exaggerated the size uh, a bit in, in the photographs. But have a look. Again, their pictures are available via various tabloid sites out there supporting the TARDIS. And also, the windows are not lit from at least 
not in these shots. Like the lights could just ha actually have been off at the time, but they seem to have more of a, the traditional darkened windows glass look, you know, where in the 2005 series, when the series came back to television, the windows were lit from behind. So there's some other changes there. My only complaint with the new TARDIS, I would have to say, is that it, it, at least from these photos, it looks too new. I mean, it looks like it just came off the assembly plant. It has that, I mean, if I was there, it probably has that fresh new TARDIS smell to it, if if you will. So it's, if you go back and look at photographs of William Hartnell's TARDIS, in, when I say photographs, I'm, not, I'm speaking photos taken at the time on the set. At the, at the time of shooting, which actually shows the detail of the TARDIS. You can actually see the the grime and, and the wear and tear on the TARDIS. This has no weathering whatsoever. It looks it looks a little bit too fresh. But we haven't seen the story yet. We don't know if it, maybe that might be explained as well. And um, so we'll have to wait and see. The photos also revealed some spoilers. And I'm not going to go into spoiler territory. We're trying to keep the Sonic News driver spoiler-free. So, um, but it does, if, if, so it's a bit of a warning here. Now I, I had said that, uh, if you want to see the costumes of the 11th Dr. Matt Smith and his companion, Amy Pond, played by Karen Gillan, you can go to the org site. The, the BBC picture is there, but these other pictures from various tabloid sites may reveal some photos that you might not want to see only because it, it's, if crosses the line into possibly a spoiler because one of those um in in those pictures one of the characters there is a a familiar character that um has not been announced yet as far as um returning i'm not even going to give the actor or actress's name i'm just going to say it's um it's someone that we've seen before so i'll leave it at that but You've been warned. <laughs> Another thing that has been um, that has been seen in the photographs, and this isn't really a spoiler per se, but uh, in addition to the TARDIS being remodeled at the exterior, is uh, the Sonic News Drive, oh, the Sonic <laughs> Screwdriver that is, has uh, seen a, a bit of a refresh as well, and I would like to kind of describe it but if i do that might fall into the same spoiler territory in a well in, in a sense I, I can't even go any further but it's 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 familiar let's just say that much <laughs> speaking of um familiar ground i i don't know this seems like um what if this is just speculation now this isn't news i'm not reporting any sources or anything like that but uh i have heard some stuff that that would back this up though not in any definite terms, just vague stuff about a um, a returning character that a, a a principal returning character that we've seen a returning character that has been represented by various different faces in the past coming back. So I don't know. What if um this TARDIS is not the eleventh Doctor's TARDIS, but maybe um I said it looks very much like William Hartnell's TARDIS, the first Doctor. So. What if <laughs> it is a story? It is a series about time travel. So, um, I mean, what if he was to run into his uh, previous TARDIS? So, I, when I say previous TARDIS, but his previous-looking TARDIS, you know, the Doctor's always remodeling the TARDIS and the exterior as well as the interior, and we're all waiting with bated breath to see what the redesign of the interior of the TARDIS may be. 
I mean, there's been talk of that as well, but so far no pictures have been leaked yet showing that. So it could be the same. It could be different. We'll be kind of surprised if it is the same right now because um, obviously there's been some changes to the exterior. That That is if this is the 11th Doctor's TARDIS or, no, or not. Lots of possibilities here. So enough with the speculation. Let's go back to more Doctor Who related news. Well, one thing that is no longer a spoiler that was once would have been a spoiler is John Sim has been announced by the BBC returning as the master. He'll be back for the last two episodes featuring David Tennant as the 10th Doctor in this series of specials. So I can say now, without it being a spoiler, since the BBC has now announced it, Doctor Who's production team has announced it, it's also been a trailer at San Diego Comic-Con featuring John John Sim as the master. Now, it also had narration by another actor that had been long rumored and uh, there's been a, there was a photograph a couple months ago that kind of confirmed that he was in it, Timothy Dalton. Previously best known for James Bond, he was also in the 1980 Flash Gordon uh, movie as well. He'll be in this as well. The promo is, by the way, available. It was shown at San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con, but it hasn't been officially released. But uh, there's some handheld video of it, kind of dark and grainy and muddy, not the best at all in, in in any form whatsoever but it gives you a little taste of it the trailer is available on on youtube and it's embedded at the gallifrenemacy.org or podshock.net now speaking of trailers another trailer that was officially released was the waters of mars that's the waters of mars that's the next special that's coming out with featuring david Tennant as the doctor and that's due out November-ish. There's been some speculation that it could be Halloween. It could it could be the middle of November. It's all that we know for sure. It's November-ish. So, um, but the trailer is interesting nonetheless. Unfortunately, on the Doctor Who site, it's only available in the UK. But... <laughs> As with many things on the internet, it seems to also have um, found its way on YouTube. So uh, there's an embedded YouTube video of that as well on uh, the gallifrenemacy.org or podshock.net site as well. So speaking of San Diego Comic-Con, nothing major has been revealed at San Diego Comic-Con as been rumored or speculated. I mean, many people were assuming or speculating that there'll be a film announcement. There was only a mention that there was a script in development. That's what we know so far. Russell T. Davies has moved to Los Angeles. He's um, in Hollywood. Why? <laughs> could be a film. It could, but it may not be Doctor Who related. It's um. I, I think Russell T. Davies said something like it's a, an MGM project, not Metro Goodwin Mayer, but more gay men. So <laughs> it may be something similar to Queer as Folk. We don't know. We'll keep you posted as news develops. But there was nothing developing at San Diego Comic-Con as far as that is concerned. There was a mention of it saying uh, Julie Gardner was there and she had mentioned that there was no announcement, but she did 
survey the crowd that was there and ask if this would be something that you're interested in. And of course, the crowd went wild. So right there, the check, <laughs> the Hollywood's, um, the, the powers that be at Hollywood's just signed the check right then and there. <laughs> so we'll see. Now, if you want more coverage of the San Diego, San, ooh, I can't get that out of my mouth today. If you want more coverage of the San Diego Comic-Con, be sure to check out the details on Doctor Who Podshock. We have, in episode 157, we have some quasi-live coverage of the event there. In episode 158, which should be coming out right after this episode of the Sonic News Driver, there's going to be some more complete coverage of it as well. Uh, Speaking of San Diego Comic-Con, it was there that had the U.S. release or debut of the exclusive figures of Patrick Troughton as the second Doctor and William Hartnell as the first Doctor. They had two versions of these figures, one in black and white and one in color. So uh, actually, these were, before this time, exclusively available at the Forbidden Planet UK in the UK only. They were not selling outside of the UK, and they were exclusively available there. So in the U.S., they were made exclusively available at the San Diego Comic-Con. So if you were there or knew some, or know someone that was there, you probably had a chance to grab some of these great figures. I, I, I have two of them myself, one of um, the first Doctor and the second Doctor, and, and I have to say that the second Doctor is really striking in these figures. Uh, they, they did a good job with the first Doctor too, but somehow I, I think the, they really nailed it with the second Doctor. Now, in more news, Forbidden Planet UK has announced the availability of two versions of the third Doctor as played by John Pertwee. This collectible action figure is expected to arrive in their warehouse on the 30th of October. That's 2009. It's going to be available in two sets, uniquely dressed third Doctor figure appears in each. So there's going to be two sets of the of the third Doctor played by John Pertwee. I mean, who else? <laughs> there, there hasn't been any other third Doctor played by anyone else, and maybe Trevor Martin, I don't know. There's two sets, one with him with a Dalek and one with him with a Sea Devil. In the set with the silver and black Dalek armed with a machine gun, the third Doctor is sporting a red trim blue jacket, bow tie, and high black boots. In his hands is a sonic screwdriver, of course. But of course. And in the set with the Sea Devil, he features uh, the third Doctor with a removable cloak, black jacket, and once again, his sonic screwdriver. Both of these are available exclusively at the Forbidden Planet UK, and they're only shipping to the UK, unfortunately. No news as of yet of a US distribution of these figures as of yet. On a related note, also announced from the Forbidden Planet UK is that they are now taking pre-orders for a new figure of the Sixth Doctor. Now, this figure of the Sixth Doctor is from the Caves of Androzani. It features the Sixth Doctor played by Colin Baker, once again, who else, released by Underground Toys. This version of the Sixth Doctor is as he was immediately after regenerating from the Fifth Doctor, so he appears still muddy in his Fifth Doctor's clothes at the end of the Caves of Androzani. Unfortunately, once again, this is limited to the UK only. Forbidden Planet UK has stated that this is expected in their warehouse on the 12th of August, 2009. Once again, no further information on where it may be or when it may be available outside the UK at this time. If you are in the UK and you would like to purchase 
one of these figures, be it the third doctor's, either one of them or both of them, or the sixth doctor in his post-regenerated state in the, from the caves of Androzani. You can find links to both of them, or all of them, I should say, on the org site or podshock.net. Some sad news to report, British actor Harry Tube, or Tobe, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, has died at the age of 83. He was uh, briefly battling cancer. Although his career has spanned the stage, television, and film with roles in everything from The Little Shop of Horrors on stage, The Avengers on television, The 39 Steps in film, but for Doctor Who viewers, you may recognize him as Osgood in the 1969 story The Seeds of Death with Patrick Troughton, or as McDermott in the 1971 story The Terror of the Autons with John Pertwee. John Barrowman made it through to 14. The ever-diverse John Barrowman has hit number 14 in the UK charts for his Barry Manilow cover of I Made It Through the Rain. And no, I'm not going to sing that. The 1980 Manilow Ballad is covered by John Barrowman's 2008 album Music, 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 produced by Simon Fran Glenn and Graham Stack. It is one of the 12 tracks on the album. And somehow we survive We keep the feelings warm Protect them from the storm Until our time arrives Then one day the sun appears And we come shining through those lonely years I made it through the rain I kept my world protected I made it through Music, Music, Music is available as an import at Amazon US or domestically through Amazon UK You can find links to both of them at thegallifrandembassy.org or podshock.net What's the big chill? It's a big festival taking place at the East North Castle Deer Park, Malvern Hills, Herefordshire in the UK, on the 6th to the 9th of August. On Friday night at 10pm, catch Dominic Glynn, Doctor Who composer and musician who is planning to do some DJ sets that have traced the influence of Doctor Who into contemporary electronica and electric dance music. Dominic will be performing a set at the UK Big Chills Festival over the weekend, the 6th through the 9th of August. So if you're in the area, be sure to catch the Big Chill. Once again, that's East North Castle, Deer Park, Malvern Hills, Herefordshire in the UK. And that's not to be confused with Deer Park or Malvern in Long Island. Two towns there in Long Island have nothing to do with this uh, festival. Hey, be sure to catch episode 158 of Doctor Who Podshock, in which our correspondent Tara Wheeler will be giving a report of San Diego Comic-Con, as I had mentioned earlier, and we review the War Games, the final story of the second Doctor played by Patrick Troughton. Catch it on the Doctor Who Podshock feeds or go to gallifrandembassy.org or podshock.net. It should be coming out shortly after this episode of the Sonic News Driver. 
Support this podcast and get some Sonic gear in terms of shirts, mugs, and alike sporting the Sonic News Driver artwork. Yes, you can be the talk among the town wearing the Sonic News Driver logo on your shirt, mug, tote bag, or whatever. Get your podcast swag at arttrap.com or sonicnewsdriver.com. You'll be supporting this podcast and making a fashion statement all at the same time. Once again, arttrap.com or sonicnewsdriver.com. Go to the store and you can find it there. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the Sonic News Driver. Thank you for listening to the Sonic News Driver. You can send feedback to feedback at sonicnewsdriver.com. This is Louis Trapani. You can follow me via Twitter at twitter.com slash Louis Trapani. Visit arttrap.com for more on this and other podcasts. This has been an Art Trap production. <laughs>